Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you. And enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with... Steven Mandel and I played bass in American Standards. Oh, dude, oh, dude, seriously, like it's 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 so crazy because like I have been wanting to do this with you for like literally since I started, and then I just kept getting like sidetracked and all this other dude, stuff. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I I know, me too. I've been I've been stoked to do it, and then like things have just been coming up. Like I had a, I moved last like two months ago. I just moved and like. I've been just so busy with work and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm glad we're finally getting a chance to do it. Dude, I know me too. And like, and like, dude, and also just right off the bat, like when you say you move, I know you have like an insane, like, like music, like gear collection. Do you still have yeah. a, an insane amount? So I actually, I, uh, I decided to narrow my, narrow down a little bit. Mm. I was rocking like I still like I'm actually sitting next to a 410 right now as we're talking on my couch, <laughs> <laughs> and I live on the second story of my apartment complex, so that was fun. Oh damn! But um, yeah, I, I narrowed down some of my equipment a little bit. I ended up selling. I had like I had a 8200 that I sold a while ago, but you knew about that. Yeah. And then um, I got the Tiny Terror now, which I love because that thing's just so easy to carry around. Yes. And um, I only have two bases now. Oh what? Yeah, I got my grabber and I still have, I still have my aerodyne. Oh, nice! But the the aerodyne I updated and I I got a new neck for it, so now it's got a reverse headstock on it. Oh, weird! Really? Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting one of those for a while, and it's got um block inlays that glow in the dark. Oh, sick, <laughs> dude! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. So, um, but yeah, moving was just you know mo- moving is always a pain in the butt, especially when it's 115 out here in Arizona. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But luckily, Corey helped me move, and then um, our friend Mike, who I think you guys met, because Mike plays guitar in Life and Limb. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike helped us move, too, so that was cool. Dude. Oh. Yeah. Dude, that, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm bummed and also stoked that, like, like, you were able to move without having to move, like, eight, eight, like, uh, eight like fridges and like all yeah. this other stuff. But like, <laughs> well, the fridge, the A10 that I have is at our practice spot, so that's not so bad. <laughs> oh, okay, good, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, like, dude, yeah. Because I remember, like, I, I I remember talking to you on like Nick's couch forever ago, and you were like, "Yeah, I got this, 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 this," and like you just kept going, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Oh, I love that. Yeah, I even I even narrowed down my pedal board a little bit because it was just getting such a hassle to carry around this giant like, <laughs> board, like this giant like, what can I compare it to? Like two or three skateboards lined up, pretty much. Because <laughs> at one point, at one point, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be like tap dancing all over these pedals, and I'm gonna be doing some cool stuff. And yeah. Then, and then one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make it simple. Being on the road, especially like playing shows and stuff like that, like it's going to be so much easier to just plug in and go, especially now that I, I have a, 
Oh crap! What is it? I know it's by Sure, but the, the wireless system that I bought for my for my base is uh, oh. also a tuner. Oh what? So yeah, it's just like one setup. I forgot what it's called. I'll have to Google it later. But uh, yeah, it's just like it's just a tuner and a wireless. So it's it, it kills a, two pedals right there for me. So that's just awesome. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's amazing! Like um, like do you do you remember how much that was? Because that's something I would totally want Riley to get. <laughs> that was like uh, oof. I remember I I won on a bid on eBay, and I think I got it for like two hundred bucks. Oh shit! Okay. But but I think they run for like four hundred. Oh damn, dude, you got a steal then. That's so sick. Yeah, I definitely did. I remember getting it and being just like super excited. I got it, and it's and it's not like a plastic pedal. It's made of metal, oh, so you can dude. like stomp the crap out of it, and it'll still hold up well. Oh, Same thing with like I ended up so like for years I swore by the Sansam. Yeah, I was like I'm never getting rid of with the Sansam. I'm gonna be buried with this thing. Like yeah. I, I, I love this pedal. Yep. And then my buddy in New York, he plays in a, he was playing in a band called Line of Scrimmage. And he's like, have you heard of Dark Glass? Oh, dude. Dark Glass pedals. And I was like, no. So he showed me his setup, and I was just, like, playing with it one time when I was out there visiting New York. And I was like, holy crap, I have to get this pedal. And that pedal alone, again, I got it on eBay. I think I got it for, like, I think I got it for, like, 500 bucks or something. And it goes for, like, 800 And I was like, oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's back when I was I was just like I'm putting all my money in my gear. Yep. I'm just going for it. I was living at home. I didn't really have a lot of bills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm living out on my own roommates and stuff and I'm like, uh how am I gonna buy Taco Bell this week? <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude. And you know what's funny is that like uh well, like since we like we added a bassist, which was it, it yeah. was it was a a very a very strange thing. Like, it, I I'm stoked about it. It's very cool and like, but like, uh, what was I gonna say? He when he was playing in uh, when he like Reclaim was doing stuff. Like, well, they're still doing stuff, but like whatever. Like, uh, uh, what was it? He I he was like, dude, I just picked up a dark glass, and I was like, oh really? And then he showed it to me. I was like, oh my god, like yeah dude i was I, I was right there with you like i don't play bass but i i was like i'm gonna be buried with the sans amp also like this thing is mm -hmm. perfect and then i heard the dark glass and i was like oh man like i don't <laughs> i don't know how they did it but they made it like almost better like it's 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 unbelievable yeah dude i love that pedal because like right now all i have on my pedal board is so the tuner that's my wireless uh-huh sick I, and then i have um uh, what else? I have my, my, my distortion rat pedal. Okay. The old school one. Heck yeah. And then I have um, the dark glass and then I have uh, just a loop pedal. Ditto loop pedal that I do for like sounds in between songs and stuff. Oh, sick. So I totally narrowed down my pedal board. I used to have like a wah pedal. Which, why would I need a wah pedal? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Cliff Burton, so <laughs> I'm not soloing or anything. <laughs> I used to have like all these pedals and I was like, you know what? Just, just narrow it down. And it's just been such, it's even better on my back. Dude, dude. So yeah, dude. Oh, that's so, dude, that, that sounds amazing. And like, <laughs> dude, knowing that you had a was so awesome. Like that. <laughs> the first time I met stay wild, they came out here and we didn't have a drummer at the time. So Nick played with us. And that was my first introduction to stay wild was just meeting them and and Nick was gonna like I want to play drums for you guys. We're like oh, okay, sure. <laughs> no way. So we played a show. It was with them and 
common war like old common war like a long time ago and um we played with them in phoenix and in flagstaff and that's when i had a wall on my battle on my board and i remember dick being like dude what the hell do you have a wall for (laughs) (laughs) and i was like it sounds dope dude and i had like a tremolo pedal going (laughs) and my reverb and I was like, like there's all these noises. And I'm like, yeah. And Corey would come up to me and be like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just making sounds. I'm having a good time. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like, that's, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly something that, like, I would do. I would be like, well, yeah. like... I don't know how to. I I don't know what I'm doing, but I definitely need at least all of these pedals. Like, there's there's no way I'm not. Yeah, dude. Like, I would literally have that your pedal. Bo- oh, dude, that you ha- you you were doing it right, dude. I, I totally yeah. agree with it. <laughs> dude, well then, like, so like for like your like your background, like how how did you like a- end up getting into music? Like, what made you want to like even start playing? Okay cool so yeah like pretty much i grew up in a musical household like oh, my dad used to own a record shop so that, that was before i was born yeah before i was born my dad used to own a record shop and i grew up with like literally like hundreds of boxes of records in our storage what? and like just listening to different music and stuff like that so i've always been like into music and then my cousin david played guitar in a band they were like do you remember the band Live? Does that sound familiar at all? Live? They they they. Oh, what do they used to sing? I just I can't, they're like a nineties alternative grunge band. Oh wait, yeah, no, I I yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So he sounded his band sounded like that, and like I was totally like these guys are so heavy, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then like and then like one summer I spent the summer with my brother, and he played guitar also, and he's the one who got me into like. At that time, because I'm I'm 33, so I mean, how old was I then? I think I must have been like four, five, six years old. Okay, you know, and my my brother was was listening to like you know, Iron Maiden, Slayer, you know, Metallica, Nirvana. So I grew up in like that like era of grunge and metal and stuff like that. So that's really what got it was my cousin, my cousin and my brother playing guitar got me into like playing music oh wow yeah and then what what was funny was so i I grew up in new york and then i moved to arizona i first lived up north in sedona oh wow and when i lived in yeah yeah it's beautiful up there now when i go up there as an adult i go there and i just kind of chill and enjoy everything but as a kid it sucked all i did was skateboard and play guitar (laughs) because there's nothing there's literally nothing to do there's a curfew at like seven o'clock what there's no street lamps. You can't be out of your house at seven o'clock if you're under 18. What? Whoa. So like, yeah, it was horrible. So like, all I did was play guitar and like skateboard around and stuff like that. And um, the first band I was in, <laughs> we we pretty much wanted to be corn. Oh, nice. <laughs> we were like, we're going to be corn. <laughs> and I was playing bass at the time because my brother just gave me a bass one day. He's like, here you go. Play it. Oh, no. And I was way. like, all right, I could do this. And then we're playing and we're jamming a song and the kid, the kid who was singing was like not doing it really well. And he's like, you know what? You do it then <laughs> to me when I was like kind of com- kind of giving him like pointers. And he's like, I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. So then he started playing bass. No way. And then I started. Yeah. Then I started <laughs> singing. 
so that's how I got into that. And then we basically changed our sound to be more like, at the time, I want to say like, gosh. So this is like when metalcore started making its poking its nose out. Okay. So like we were really into like Poison the Well, Remembering Never, you know that kind of stuff. Like yeah. sophomore, junior year of high school for me. Yeah. So we so that's the kind of stuff we started writing, and living in Sedona, there was no other band like it. We were the only band that had some a vocalist that was screaming. Okay. So like we'd go to like the teen center, which is, which had like the skate park. Oh, and like yeah. we would play, we play in the skate park or we play like in the teen center where they'd have like, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, they have like computers lined up so kids can play like Warcraft and stuff like that oh, after shit. school. Yeah. <laughs> so like every, every other Friday night, they'd be like, you guys want to play? And we play with like alternative rock bands that would be like, yeah. So here's our next song. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then we'd walk up there and we're just like, chug, chug, chug. Ooh. <laughs> and people would be like, what is happening? <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, long story short, I mean, that's kind of how I got into the, into the playing music and being and all that kind of stuff. Damn, dude! That, that, yeah, that, dude, that's such a cool story, man. I love that. Like, like, <laughs> like I, especially knowing that you're playing with alternative bands, and then you're, they like they get terrified by you guys. That that's perfect. Yeah, it was hilarious because like it was kids our own age, and they'd go up there and they're like, "I'm trying to think of a band like an example." Like, um, oh man, it's gonna it's gonna bug the crap out of me. I can't think of any examples right now, but just like. Like real alternative, you know, like smooth, yeah, like just exactly. chill, yeah, like yeah, guys. So we're gonna do this, like, and then like you know what, guys? Guess what? We're gonna play a Green Day cover, and really, <laughs> wow. make it, really make it punk for you. <laughs> and then we'd go up there, and like, you know, I wasn't wearing skinny jeans, but my rest of my band was, yeah. <laughs> and doing the the skinny jean and like the the old Avenged Sevenfold shirts and stuff. <laughs> I got a picture of me on Halloween. I'm wearing an Avenged Sevenfold shirt with red and black striped arm warmers, <laughs> eyeliner, and a bandana around my neck. <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. Just thinking back to it. Yeah. Oh, it was good times back then. <laughs> <laughs> and I still keep in touch with all those kids, too, because my cousin, my cousin sat in for American Standards a few times. And he still, he played drums back in that band too. Oh. So like, I still keep in touch with him, obviously. And then my guitarist, Jason, lives in um, Burbank. Oh, so wow. I saw him last time I was out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, dude. And like, so, okay, well then, was it your cousin playing drums with you guys when you guys played at the Den? When we played at the Den? Uh, no. Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was or not. Okay damn dude like that's that that's so cool dude then like man so like so technically bass was your first instrument then right yeah the very first show i ever played was in seventh grade wow (laughs) and we did metallica we did a metallica cover a black sabbath cover we did um Oh, what can I think of it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Van Halen, because the kid who played guitar can like sh- he was able to shred. Yeah, like he played Eruption. That whole intro, and everyone was like, Whoa. 
like the place freaked out and then we did the pink floyd cover oh what <laughs> we just wish you were here and then we ended our set and everyone was like pretty interesting mix guys yeah, and we were like, yeah well you know <laughs> dude so like damn that that's that's so and i can't believe your first show was in seventh grade what the fuck yeah. that's unbelievable <laughs> dude yeah man so then so then right was it was it after that band then then you like did you end up starting a, a, a ape a, is it wait ape ape, ape versus ape, ape? Ape kill ape, yeah. Ape kill ape. That's what I thought. I I was like, I, I knew I knew it was that, but I saw like I accidentally wrote down like ape, or I always thought it was A V A, and I was like, hey, that's not angels versus airwaves, like, <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, dude, but yeah. Like, is that what is that what came next? Yeah. So our it came after one more band. So I moved to Phoenix. Okay. My my junior year of high school. And living in Phoenix was like night and day compared to Sedona. You can actually like leave the house <laughs> and there was like street lamps. And I actually, and at that, at that point I got my driver's license. So I was able to drive to, to, to and from Sedona to have band practice. Oh, okay. And things like that. And then once we graduated high school, I was in a band called victim number four. Oh, that's cool. And <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I forgot how we got the name. Oh no, we got the name from the movie sin city. Oh, really? Yeah, because Jessica Alba's character, when she was a kid, if she wasn't going to be saved, Bruce Willis is like, she's going to become victim number four. Oh, and I was dude. like, yeah, that's a badass name. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and we made, and I found a bunch of dudes on a site called um, azpunk.com, which is not around anymore. But <laughs> shout out to azpunk.com, man. That place is great. <laughs> that's so sick. So, like, yeah, like, they, um, I met these dudes on there. We were all, this, like, oh, there was, our drummer was, like, 13, and I just graduated high school. And, uh, again, those guys, I still keep in touch with for the most part. And, um, <laughs> they're all really cool dudes. And we, we, we ended up doing like metal core, like for sure. Like we had a synth player for a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. And like, I, I only scream highs. Okay. So like we had two vocalists, we had a, a vocalist with the lows. No way. Yeah. I wish I still had recordings of that. I think our old guitarist, Willie was telling me the other day that he still has some of those old recordings. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and get some. Maybe I'll email them to you oh, or check please, them out. Please. That's but, so uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then we did that for a hot minute. And then that band eventually formed into what we call bare knuckles, <laughs> which was bear like the animal. Okay. I was going to say, was it like bare knuckles? That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the same drummer, same guitarist, me on vocals, just one vocalist this time. And I swear up and down, I'm not just saying this to be funny. We were doing the easy core thing before a day to remember. No way. I swear to you, because we were still like really into like heavy music. Yeah. And we were like going to newfound glory shows and stuff like that. So we were like, why don't we just mix the two? So we were doing circle pits and like, you know, pop stuff. And like I was singing clean vocals instead of just screaming the whole time. And then a day to remember came out and everyone was like, oh, shit this band's amazing. And I was like, I know I've been, we've been doing this for the last two years. <laughs> and like, no one gave a crap about us. We played like as many shows as we could. We played backyard shows. We played garages. We played venues and no one gave a crap about us. So we were, we eventually just kind of made it like we, we fizzled out on good terms. We like, we still keep in touch because one of our guitarists is actually still my tattoo artist also. Oh, nice. Yeah. My friend Travis. So, um, 
that once that fizzled out is when ape killed ape started and that one was more like serious and stuff because bare knuckles was more like we had song titles like don't question steven seagal (laughs) (laughs) a third q in the batman symbol which is a family guy reference (laughs) like we had just like funny song titles and stuff like that so we eventually when i started ape kill ape it was more serious and it was a lot of fun and actually throw back to earlier in the conversation mike from life and limb playing guitar he played bass in this band oh no way yeah yeah so mike played bass i was on vocals and um around that time there was like a surge of phoenix of like all these new bands coming out and uh that's when american standards came out oh. around the same time as us so we became really good friends, obviously. Yeah. And I remember after um, Corey moved to guitar, I was talking to Brandon one day, just hanging out. And it was literally as simple as, oh, yeah, so Corey's on guitar. We're looking for a bassist. And I just went, I could do that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it was literally that. And they, there was no question of, can you actually play? Are you good? It was more like, we just want to have a homie in the band. And, that's, and Brandon will say that to like every... Every time we do like any kind of interview or we talk about it, he's always like, yeah, we'd rather just have like a friend in the band that we know we're going to hang out with and have a good time instead of just someone who we know we can shred. Yeah. Oh, which dude, it's just like, it makes me laugh. It's like a double-edged sword. It's like, oh, cool. So we're really good friends. But you kind of suck. <laughs> 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 so yeah, after It Kill Ape, is, that's, it, that's how... We, we were we were played a few shows. We got we got to open for Title Fight one time. What? And um, that was unofficially our last show because our guitarist joined another band called Move Forward, who were like, I forgot the name of the label, but they were ended up being on a label, like a local label, and toured for a while. Oh wow! So we were like, I guess we'll just kind of call it. And it was bittersweet. Like I I didn't want it to want it to end, but. When it did, it was kind of like another door opened, you know, because obviously now I'm an American Standards and I'm having a time in my life. So yeah, dude, yeah, dude, that's that's insane. Like, because like, dude, uh, just just knowing that it basically started on a joke is that like, yeah, that <laughs> that's so perfect and it fits so well, dude. Like, oh, so then, and it, yeah, it was. It's, it, I was just gonna say it's funny because like my base was in storage. But my, my other stuff had gotten stolen. Oh, what? Like, my amp and stuff. So I literally, like, went to Guitar Center and, like, bought an amp head. And my friend let me borrow his cab. I tried out for the band. We played one song. I, I, I think we played um, Bottom Feeder. Okay. And then we played... We just started jamming and started playing uh, a butt plug cover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we started playing Refuse. And... <laughs> We literally just started hanging out, like, started talking, and, and just, so they were, like, the next day I get a text, and it's like, hey, so we're having practice again tomorrow, and I was like, so am I in the band now? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was the easiest tryout I've ever had, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. So so then, at this point, how long have you been in uh, American Standards? Uh, let me think. I want to say... I want to say seven years. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. A long time. Seven or maybe almost eight years this this year. Oh, shit. Dude, because if it's seven years, like, because, like, 
we started in 2014, so you've basically been in that band the whole time that we've been a band. That's in that's crazy. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that is crazy, dude. And you know what's funny too? I'll give you a quick story too, yeah. not to go off topic. So I I joined the band. I played my first show. It was, it was a New Year's Eve show at a house, and the next day I had surgery on my ankle. Whoa. So I was in a cast from my toes up to my knee. Oh and then the God. next like three shows that we played, I played in a cast sitting down. <laughs> no way. And like it was and we played shows like up in Flagstaff and stuff and Flagstaff was freezing. It was snowing out and I had a sock on my toe <laughs> because <laughs> really? it was so cold. Yeah. And like I remember like I had like one of those scooters. I didn't use crutches. I had a scooter. Oh, nice. So like it was funny because like um the same show that I'm talking about where I had a sock on my foot. I'm sitting down, I'm playing, we finish the set, and then Brandon comes in and he goes, oh no, wait, I'm getting my stories confused, I'm sorry. <laughs> Before we left for Flagstaff, we were in the parking lot of our practice studio, Brandon pulls up to me and starts honking the horn, and I'm in the, sh- <laughs> like, so we're kind of like in the middle of the street, Yeah. so like all of a sudden I start going over to the curb. And I'm trying to get up this curb, and I fall over. And Brandon just puts the car in park, comes running out. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Brandon's always giving me shit for years, <laughs> dude. Dude, you just got to bring up that story. Remember that one time you made me fall off my scooter, dude? Fuck you, dude. That's messed up. I bring that up. I bring that story up to him, and then there's another story where before I was in the band, I went and saw American Standards play with Touche and More. Oh wow! And I think Seaway played that also. Oh jeez! Yeah, and it was. Uh, I was helping them carry their equipment to the car, and then as I do, I'm walking by the, the merch table for Touche and I Touche and More, and I go, "Hey, do you guys have any shirts in two X?" And Brandon walks over and goes, "They ain't got shit in your size, fatty." <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone behind the merch table stood up and like we're ready to kick his ass and i was like no no he's my friend he's just messing around it's okay oh no way and i always bring that story up to him <laughs> and he's always just kind of puts his head down like yeah well it happened so whatever <laughs> dude dude just knowing that you were about to have like touche more kick brandon's kick ass. ass yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that makes me want like an like to name a song that so bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> Brandon almost got his ass kicked because he called Stephen Fat by Touche yeah. Amore. Dude, oh my god, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, and then also, okay. so oh no, wait, we're. I forgot if you were, were you going to continue something? Because I just thought of another question that I wanted to ask that Danny just told me yesterday. No, no, I'm good. Okay. So dude, I'm just going to start off. So Danny posted sky eats airplane. Yeah. Tell me (laughs) that story. Okay. So (laughs) sky eats airplane. Yes. Before, while I was in the band victim number four, sky eats airplane, which, um, side note, bury your dead at the same time we're looking for vocalists oh my god <laughs> just just the bury your dead thing is irrelevant i'm just throwing that out there. okay right okay after <laughs> right after matt Brusso quit and i forgot the dude they got to replace him but um sky eats airplane 
it used to be like i think like one or two kids and it was like one played guitar one played like his like synth and, and did stuff on the computer and stuff okay and um they just posted like hey you know what we're looking to go full band who wants to try out so they posted on their myspace that's how long ago this was nice. that they they just posted um giants is it giants become the ocean giants or giants in the, in the ocean, ocean? Giants in the Ocean and one other song with no vocals on it, just the just the audio. You can download it for free, and you do vocal. They, they like just do vocals on it and send it to us. So I was like, well, I got nothing else to lose, so I might as well just try. Yeah. So I I did, and I did the best I could. I mean, like at that time, I was trying to get back back into like actually singing as opposed to just yelling. And oh, okay. they had that. They had that that mix of like singing and screaming yeah and um they hit me up and they said we're gonna send you two more songs do you want to try and do vocals on those and one of them was like a song that they they didn't have lyrics for yet so i did and i even went out to texas and met the dudes and they were all really nice dudes but i couldn't do lows oh and they were like they were they were just like you know what we're trying something different we're just seeing how it goes and it's just not going to work out. And I was like, no problem. No hard feelings. You know, like I didn't even think I was going to get this far as far as I did technically. But yeah. So I technically tried out for sky eights airplane (laughs) back in like junior year of college or freshman year of college. I mean, dude, dude, what the hell dude? That is insane. Like Danny and I've loved sky eights airplane since they started. And like, (laughs) dude, when Danny told me, he was like, yeah, like Steven tried out. I was like, no fucking way like that's unreal (laughs) yeah it was it was a real like shot in the dark it was just like i might as well just go for it and then the same thing the reason why i brought up the barrier dead thing was because they were doing something similar they're like we need a vocalist who can do it yeah and i sent and i sent a demo to them and i never heard back from them obviously that would have been my life would have been like yeah (laughs) but a band like sky it's airplane at the time like no one knew who they were they weren't anything and i was just like yeah why not you know for fun and and my dad was like all supportive my dad's always been supportive of my music playing and he's always like sending me on tour he's like go out if you need a few extra bucks i'll throw them your way if i can you know and stuff like that he's always been supportive like he like he bought me my first two guitars and like when my bass ever needed fixing he, he was the one who fixed it before i got a job like my dad's always been supportive. He bought me my first uh, vocal PA when wow. I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Jeez. Like, yeah. Like he's always been really supportive. So when I told him, I was like, I might fly out to Texas to try out for this band. He's like, are they paying for it? I go, yeah. He's like, let me know when and where, and I'll drive you to the airport. Dude. I was like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> that, that is, that is so cool, dude. Like, I love that. That, that's, that's unreal. Like, I, I feel like my dad would probably do the same, but he'd probably be like, yeah, but like, think about something else. But like, like not like think about not doing music or something, but like, he'd be yeah. like, just make sure like you can like do something with it or, or uh, you know what? Now I'm making my dad. Sound no, like an asshole. Totally get it. He's not like that though. He's always supported me on everything. So redact everything I just said. So, but like, but <laughs> knowing that like your dad is like that supportive, like is, Oh, dude, that's so cool. And I also like, I feel like it, it was even better because like he was like a record, like a record store owner. So he understands like music and, oh, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. 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 He's my dad's always been super supportive. Like 
just to this day, like he's still like, you know, I'm living, the, you're living my dream. I've always wanted to play bass. I've always wanted to play, do this and that. And like jokingly, I even like gave him my bass and taught him how to play like one of the American standard songs. And they were like, bring him up on stage. He'll play with us. No And way. I was like, Dad, you want to come up on stage and play with American standards? And he was like, I'll do it. What? <laughs> no fucking <laughs> never, way. We never got around to it, especially now that COVID hit. Yeah. But I taught him, I taught him how to play, um, one of the older songs i forgot what it was now but i taught my dad how to play the song and he was figuring it out and i was like hey man if you can get it you're more than welcome to come up on stage with us <laughs> dude dude i please if that happens just make sure that like we're playing with you i i need to see that <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah dude totally <laughs> dude oh that's so fucking cool dude oh like and then so like with like with I, I still the skites airplane is mind blowing like but like uh do you do you guys have any new music like you guys are working on or anything? We do yes. So yes! we actually yeah yeah. So we're actually working on a full length right now. No fucking way! Oh sorry, dude. Yeah, That's so cool. Oh good. Yeah, we're doing a full length. Um, I'm sh- I mean it's been months now. I'm sure you heard Mitch is doing his own thing now. Yeah. Yeah, so Mitch is doing his own thing. He's not even he was he left us to play drums for At My Mercy. Yeah. And we you know, of course we're not we were like, dude, do your thing. You you know, have fun, do what you gotta do. Yeah. And now Mitch is like straight up just uh going to school to become an electrician. Whoa, no way. Yeah, last time I talked to Mitch, he's like, I'm just becoming an electrician. He's like, I do stuff at home. Like I forgot oh, you know what? I forgot the name of his project, but he was doing like an electronic project. Oh, and it's what? dope. It's so dope. And no so way. he's doing his thing, his own thing right now. Yeah. And then we got a new drummer named Chris who uh he's just killing it right now, dude. He's That's doing a really sick. good job. Yeah, and he's and once again, like how Brandon joked about me just as long as we're friends and like we we get along, like it's fine type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Same thing with Chris, like we all vibe, we all have a good time hanging out, and he's doing a great job on drums. And um so it's lucky that he actually can play his instrument, unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so we got so Chris is in the band now, and we decided we were going to do a full length this time around. We wrote one song, and uh, we're in, we just finished recording it. Where we're working on the mixing and mastering and all that jazz. Oh, sick! And literally Sunday, we wrote a second song. Like, this is all, like, brand new stuff that we're doing right now. Literally, yes, and we were supposed to have practice today, but um, uh, I think Corey, or no, Chris said he wasn't feeling well, so we're we're waiting until Sunday when I have my next day off of work oh, okay. to uh, to have practice again. Dude. But, yeah, so we're working on new stuff right now, yep. Yes. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm so excited. Like, uh, like okay, so can you, like, like is it, is there, is it in in any specific like direction like because like i still to this day like weep is unreal like that that, that song <laughs> i love that song but like yeah. uh but like is it is it like are you guys going in the same american standards direction or is it like straying off the path or anything you know in my in my personal opinion each album you know it's it's funny because each album's had a different lineup almost yeah until yeah, i joined yeah. the band <laughs> and then i joined the band and we've had different drummers yep <laughs> like we've always had different drummers and different people coming in doing different they're throwing their spice in and you know making something new yeah and 
I really feel like the new stuff that we're writing has like an old school American standards feel like like still life kind of vibe. Oh, sick. That's my opinion. Like it's more straightforward, like like steady rock beats and like like just I can't I don't know how to describe it really. Like it's just more like like punk. That's like sick. the punk attitude, you know, like it's more like giving the middle finger and just saying like we're doing what we want to do type of thing you know almost fuck yeah oh dude that 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 makes it that that already makes it sound better like i'm already that (laughs) that, oh fuck dude that's so sick oh i'm so excited dude yeah me too i'm really stoked on it dude and then okay so like who'd you record this last song with or did you guys do it yourself um we did it with uh this dude named aaron Uh uh-huh he I be- don't don't quote me. Okay, I'm quoting. Which is funny, which is funny to say because I'm we're recording. This. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he's in a band called An Awful Mess. Okay, and we know him because he helped us book a show one time. Uh, it was like a festival show. Oh, okay. And it, it was at this place called Club Red that like had two stages, so like bands would play back and forth. So that was really cool, and yeah. like he, he, I believe he's, I believe it's just called A and A Recordings. I believe. Okay. And uh, so that's that's the part that I'm saying. Don't quote me on because I don't know <laughs> if that's what he goes by. Exactly. Um, or is it A and R Recordings? I can't remember if it's A and R or A and A Recordings. But um, yeah, he's just a chill dude that we we're, we're friends with, and he recorded the first song. And um, once we have. Once we get that mixed and mastered, we're kind of putting the feelers out there to like, okay, because he records out of his house. Okay. And there's, of course, there's something wrong with that. It sounds dope, like yeah. the song that we have. But I think we're going to put our feelers out there to kind of see if we can record like in an actual studio. Oh, cool. I think that's what we're going to do for the actual like full full length. God, dude, I hope. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah. Dude, and like, because didn't you guys record uh, "Anti Melody" in California? Uh, yeah. So "Anti Melody" was recorded like ninety percent in California. I forgot the name of the studio, but what's funny was I had just started my job working for Walgreens at the time, so I couldn't go. Oh, 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 dude! I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, Mitch, Corey, and Brandon went out there and recorded. Um at the studio that the same studio had like Andrew WK record there. Oh, wow. And like, uh, a bunch of other like really popular bands recorded there too. And then, um, our friend Andy who did the recordings, uh, is from Phoenix anyway. So he just got here visiting his family or whatever, doing his thing. Um, came to our rehearsal studio and recorded my bass stuff here in Phoenix. Oh, no way. Yeah. So he came out and did all that stuff for anti melody and then um, before that, we recorded at his at his personal studio for um, the Hungry Hands EP. Oh, okay. We drove out, we drove out, and we literally recorded that e- that three song EP in like four days. Nice. We just, we just we and we literally slept in the studio. Would wake up, go get burritos, come back, and then just hammer it out all day, every day until like three in the morning go to sleep for like four hours, wake up and repeat. Oh, and we just sick. hammered it out and then we drove home. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's so sick. Yeah. Dude, like, 
and like okay so with with all of that like do you do you enjoy the recording process oh i love it dude it's so much fun yes i totally have so fun yeah especially because like so like this uh live at least i'm used to playing with like more of a distorted tone yeah because because we only have one guitar player so i'm kind of like in my opinion i'm kind of like making up for no not having a second guitarist almost and kind of keeping the rhythm and and just kind of making it more whole yeah exactly. and in the, in the studio i can mess with my sound and like for example on the last song that we recorded we did like two or three different like bass tones oh cool and, and recorded all different kinds of stuff with it and it like it just like like one tone is like super crunchy and like uh and then the other one's like more like a, like a standard like cl- not clean but like more like a rhythmic tone and stuff like that so just being able to mess with it yeah and then what's cool too is when we did um vocals we did uh i don't know how into slipknot you are yeah but they have a song called people equal shit where yes. they, they do like they do like three vocals like one after the other like whoa, whoa, whoa. oh yeah and, like, and we did that too and i was so oh, stoked no when we way. did that yeah <laughs> whoa dude oh i can't dude damn it i'm so excited that's so cool man yeah we're like we even joked like okay we're doing the slipknot thing now okay yeah, let's do the slipknot thing <laughs> dude no fucking way that's so cool <laughs> dude and oh man see like that that i i that's that's the recording doing that makes it so much oh i like that right there like especially like throwing in influences like that and like people like bands that like you guys love especially like oh dude and doing something like little like that which some people may not notice and like that's oh that's so sick dude what's cool too is like so i i did um di a direct plug-in for my bass stuff okay and he had um the like these different plugins for like different bass tones and all that so that's why we did like a few different takes or whatever uh-huh. and the one of them that we nailed on was Fieldy from Corn's bass tone? No way! And I was so stoked when I saw him <laughs> pick that one. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm 12 years old again, <laughs> dude. That's so. I'm cool. like so excited. And like, uh, we he sent us like the tracks individually the other day, and I was listening to him like, just like just my bass tone alone, like just this, just my bass. Yeah. And I was totally like. This is gonna be great. Like I was so excited to hear it. <laughs> god, dude, I'm so excited. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, man. Oh my god. Oh, dude, I'm so. Oh, I'm. Oh man, that's so cool, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And like, just just because like you are from A- Arizona, like, how do you survive, dude? Like, I like. <laughs> when, I, I remember when we went out there when we were uh, did, did the weekend run with uh, our friends in Ring Hollow, like, like. But like we we went out there and we were all dying like we were all in like yeah. it, it sucks and then like we were like oh hey like like Brandon came over I I I forgot if Danny I can't remember how like if we we were just like hey we're in Arizona and then he came over and he was in pants and a shirt mm-hmm. and I was like dude what the fuck like you, how are you not melting like that's yeah how do you survive dude. <laughs> It's hard. Let me tell you. Well, don't you remember that show? I passed out. Oh yeah, that's in. I passed out because it was so hot that day, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I forgot. As soon as we finished that. playing, I walked over and I remember the, the one thing I remember leaning on Brandon, going, "Yo, I think I might puke," and him going, "It's punk rock, dude. Do it." 
<laughs> and the next thing I know, I'm laying on the floor and Corey's bomb is fanning me with a with like a menu or something. And I'm like, did I just pass out? <laughs> Dude, I forgot did about I just that. Eat? Yeah. It's rough, man. Like right now, I think I think today is a cool uh, 103. <laughs> <laughs> I think and uh it's not so bad i have the ac on i'm just chilling right now like i said up earlier i was doing laundry and just kind of hanging out but it's rough i mean i wear shorts a lot drink lots of water yeah and like it's funny like anywhere anywhere else we go when it's hot out it's just like oh we're we're okay we're used to it almost you know what i mean that's unreal dude that is unreal we played a we had a show in um uh was it like kansas or something I can't remember, but there's there's a YouTube video of it called like Bubba Spins. Yeah, like that's the name. That was the name of the venue. It was it which turned out to be a, just a house show. Oh, okay. which was awesome. Heck yeah! But if you watch the if you watch the footage of that show, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and shorts, and I make a comment like, "Is it hot in here? Should we turn the heat on?" Like <laughs> and everyone's like wearing no shirts. They're all like taking their shirts off and like sweating and like <laughs> barely moshing. They're like. Oh, it's so hot in here and i'm making jokes like i think we should turn the heat on because we're where we're from this is nothing dude oh People no way like, getting all mad at me yeah <laughs> dude that's amazing but yeah if you if, i'm pretty sure it was called bubba spins was the name of the venue and bubba spins and then you look up american standards there's footage of us playing that venue oh dude and it's, you see everyone like taking their shirts off and like going outside it's so hot and coming back in and stuff like that it's hilarious dude i need i need to watch that that's um that sounds so perfect (laughs) (laughs) dude and then um like this is one like because like danny danny writes almost like all the questions for me because i'm terrible at it because like i'd probably be (laughs) like what's your favorite color um but like but he's like really in depth but like well, this is one that he and I both worked on. How uh, how is it being like the nicest human ever? <laughs> Me personally? Yes. Oh wow, <laughs> dude! Like every every single time, I'm not kidding. After we we hang out with you, we're like we'll be in like the van, like right driving home or something. We're like, why the fuck? Steven is like so nice. Like he, like every single time, you're always like. Hey man, like like you like you have the softest voice. It's like it's like it's it's like I don't know, man. Like you were like every single time Danny and I every fucking time Danny and I are always like he's the nicest human on this planet. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I I have a mindset where you treat people the way you want to be treated. Heck yeah. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I also, you know, there's people have there's times in their lives where there's ups and downs, you yeah. get sad, you get angry. But you got to do your best to just remember that tomorrow's a new day and you got to keep your chin up. You know what I mean? So, like, I do my best to just be as happy and as positive minded as I can. And I mean, honestly, I'm not just saying it to be funny, but you bring that up. I feel the same way about you guys. (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you guys are some of the coolest dudes I know. And like, I just I get so stoked, like when you hit me up about doing this. Or like whenever we get a chance to play shows together, like, I'm, and you, I'm sure you've seen too. Like, I would say like nine out of ten times that we take band photos, I'm wearing a cell damage shirt. I know, dude. Seriously, it's like, so awesome. <laughs> like, I, like you guys are like one of my favorite bands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, dude, I mean, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, 
thanks for thinking that about me i mean you know like that's really awesome <laughs> dude no like it's it, it that's cool dude like and yeah like honestly whenever like whenever we see like the promos we're always like dude it's steven wearing our shirt like it's literally always like it always seems like you're wearing our merch and i'm always like dude that's so cool well plus like you guys i think i have like three or four cell damage shirts now <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome <laughs> because you always print them in my size for me which is funny because not many bands print in like 3x or bigger yeah i like my shirts kind of baggy yeah and i'm sure have you ever seen my shirt my i had to make my own stay wild shirt no way really you, you, ever, you ever see that one yeah it says listen to stay wild oh wait they made that for you no i made it myself yeah dude that shirt's amazing yeah, I went to a. I was I was working in the mall at the time when I still worked for Hot Topic. Yeah, and there was a kiosk that like made shirts and stickers and stuff. And I was like, "How much does it cost to get a shirt made?" And like they were like, "Oh, it's this much for that, this much for that." Blah 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 blah. So I was like, "What if I brought my own shirt in?" Yeah, they're like, "Oh, then it's only going to cost you like ten bucks." What? So I I brought my own shirt in, and then I had them print "Listen to Stay Wild," <laughs> and on the back it has their um uh. Bandcamp link. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, like by the collar in small letters. It has the Bandcamp link, and I was like, I'm making jokes. I'm like, I, I love Stay Wild, but they don't make shirts for fat people, so <laughs> I had to make my own shirt. And then eventually, they were like, Hey, so we got shirts made in your size. I was like, Thanks, man. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. Like, be, dude, and like, whenever we make shirts, like, yeah, because like, w- like, 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 I think like almost. Ever ever since like we like met you like like for like probably like the second time like we we've asked you almost every time like yo do you want a shirt and you're always like yes like so yeah. like it's so dude it's it's so cool man if I can have a different cell damage shirt for every day of the week I would <laughs> dude <laughs> that's so awesome dude like that's why like like it's it's so cool because like. Whenever I talk to you, like this is like, this is why I've been wanting. Like I'm I'm glad we're doing it now, but I'm bummed that we didn't do it earlier because like I've like like I again I've said this on almost every podcast I've done, but like I I'm I'm talking to people that like I know like all my friends, but like I've never been able to really sit down and talk with you about anything. So like usually yeah. it's usually it's that thing. It's like oh dude, how are you doing? cool and then like we like talk about like random stuff probably happening at the show and then and then it's just like okay see you later but like now i'm actually getting to know you and all this stuff and that's like my favorite part about doing this podcast and like and like like so i'm glad we're finally able to do it dude yeah dude me too i wish i wish it was a video check because then you could see how the biggest well, well, smile i have on now <laughs> This whole time we've been talking, I've had a huge smile on my face. Dude, dude, me too. It's so, dude, this is so cool. <laughs> dude, <laughs> oh my God. And they, oh, also, I've been wanting to ask, I, I forgot if I did before, but like, why do you, why is your name always not Steven's Boat? <laughs> okay. So, have you ever seen a TV show Lost? Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Sorry, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't really give anything away necessarily, but there's a scene where a character is basically like, he finds out that there's this boat that they think is there to save them. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't belong to this person named Penny. So he writes a note that says not Penny's boat. (laughs) And he, and he like, 
he like ends up saving the day because he wrote he writes this note because the whole thing involves like you think it involves the TV show you think it involves like time travel and all this other crazy stuff. Yeah, you don't even know. Yeah, like I don't even know. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the show, but. So I took it. I took it being not Penny's boat and made it not Steven's boat. <laughs> Dude, that's so good, man. Because yeah, when whenever like, like whenever I think about it, it it's in my head for some reason. Like I know your name's Steven, but I always think <laughs> that's not your name, and you just put someone's <laughs> random name, and you were just like. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always like why the fuck is it not Steven's boat? Like, that's not even his name. And then like, I like, <laughs> but I know it's your name. <laughs> <And like, laughs> it's, it's so- yeah. The, I, I mean, for years I've used that. And then like, even on the back of my, um, my aerodyne base, I have a decal sticker from the show lost. Yeah. Oh, that really? references that, that. Yeah. That references that particular scene, that, that episode. But uh, before that, my name used to be Ape Kill Steve when I was in Ape Kill Ape. <laughs> and then when the band broke up, I was like, well, shit, now what do I do? <laughs> and then I, I was watching Lost and I was like, oh, not Penny's boat. Okay. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. <laughs> and then um, uh, what was I going to say? The, uh... Oh, dude. And also like. One one question that I've wanted to ask you, like I don't ask a, a, a lot of people, but the one that I want to know from you a lot is like, what are your top five favorite bands? Wow. Okay. I know it's a fucked up question, but like, yeah, yeah it's very, it's not nice, but like, I want, like, if you, <laughs> if you can narrow it down, that's cool. If I can narrow it down, um, number one, which I don't, I mean. I'm the kind of guy where, like, I have no shame. Yeah. So, like, people can, like, love it or hate it. But, like, literally since eighth grade, my favorite band's been Slipknot. Oh, dude. I I feel like if anyone gets mad at you for that, they're fucking stupid. Like, that that, that band has been amazing forever. So, like, like I, well, like, I, I loved, I, I loved, like, Cell Title's great. I was great. Yeah. And then, like, I listened to Sub- Subliminal Verses. And then I've mm-hmm. never followed them after that but like those three records are fucking awesome yeah like i've literally seen them in concert about 12 times holy shit like i've been obsessed with them literally since like seventh eighth grade and i found out about them because they were opening for cold chamber if you ever heard of the band cold chamber i don't know no but i won tickets off the radio what and and i was like i've never heard of these bands before and i drove from sedona my dad drove me to Phoenix and I went by myself and I was just like, Oh my God, these, there's nine guys wearing masks hitting beer kegs. Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? So I've been obsessed with Slipknot ever since seventh, eighth grade. I have a Slipknot tattoo. Yep. I, I no joke have at least nine, 10 Slipknot t-shirts. I have every album on vinyl. Damn. So yeah, like, uh, Slipknot's my number one. They'll always be my number one. Hell yeah! So that's that's for sure. That's def- definitely in the top five. Hell yeah! That's so. Sick. Uh, I'm gonna throw out Glassjaw. Not, dude. You know what's funny? Oh, sorry that I keep interrupting, but like, oh, go um, right ahead. Um, li- literally yesterday, Riley and I were talking about. He was like, dude, like I've been really into Glassjaw. I was like, dude, I when I first heard, uh, I never really got into him. I like, I I found. 
like material control just because like I knew Billy Reimer from Dillinger uh, played drums on it. And I listened uh-huh. to that and I was like, Oh my God, this band is great. Like, yeah. And like, so I need to go back and listen to it, but continue. Okay. So glass jaw for sure. Um, but not glass jaw. I got three left. Let me think hard about this <laughs> because I, I, if it was a top 10, I'd be like, okay, maybe I can just throw out these few bands. But because it's a top five, it's a little harder. Exactly. It makes it, it makes it fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, duh. Chariot. Okay. I was, I was, I was so, I was going to suggest it, but I was hoping you were going to say it naturally. And that's why we are good f- best friends. Like, and <laughs> yeah. so like, okay, continue. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, oh, Under Oath. Oh, okay, okay. So now that you've brought it up, how did you like their newest record? I loved it. Really? Really. Honestly and truly. And then what's funny was, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, it uh, okay, it grew on me. Okay, okay. But, I mean, I just think it's great that Aaron's back in the band. Yes. And uh, what was cool was when when they were on hiatus and Spencer did that band Sleepwave. Yeah, we opened for Sleepwave. Dude, what the fuck? That's so sick. Yeah, we had a chance. We played a show. We opened for him, and I remember I was hanging out with my friend Jacob, and he looks over and he goes, "Hey, there's Spencer," and he was literally like, "I could throw a rock." Like he was like arm's length away from me, and I was so scared to say anything. I was just like, oh, God, <laughs> "There's Spencer," and I've never been like. I've never been starstruck before. Yeah. And like, that's even saying that, like, I bet I've done like a, a meet and greet with Slipknot before. And I was still like, cool. Like I met Slipknot. Oh, that's like, I, like, you know, like they just, they signed one of my records or whatever. Yeah. But like, for some reason when it was Spencer, I was just like, I don't get it. Like there's something about that dude that I was just like, so jealous or not jealous. Um, why did I say jealous? <laughs> yeah. so, like, um, <laughs> like nervous yeah oh yeah talk to him i was just like because i've been because i was uh ever since the early chasing safety yeah that album when it came out i remember i was at uh tower records i bought that record 3750 by the acacia strain oh and um uh what's that album by beloved oh aimless endeavor failure failure on god that record is perfect I bought those three albums because my friend just like was like, Oh, do you like do you like whatever? Like some band I said and I was like, Yeah, I like them and he's like, You should buy this album and he handed me the Under Oath album and I was like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna buy these other ones with it but I just I distinctly remember buying those three albums that day and that their only chasing safety did not leave my C D player until coincidentally uh what do you call it? Um, oh, why can't I think of the name of the album now? <laughs> by, by Under Oath, the oh, next one. Oh, uh, it's with Writing on the Walls. It's Writing uh, on the Walls. It, yeah. Uh, what is that album? Yeah. What is? Damn it! Oh, dude, I know people are screaming right now. Um, yeah, they're getting mad at me. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. Uh, define the Great Line. Define the Great Line. Yeah. And that album, I remember seeing seeing. The Chariot opened for Under Oath um, with Scars and Amaro. 
Oh, wow. On that album. And I was just like blown away. I was like, that's it. And I've, and I, they're the only band I've seen more than Slipknot is Under Oath. No way. I've easily seen them about 20 times. No way. Because you got to include like Warp Tour. Oh, yeah. And then like, you know, you got to include like when there's like local radio station shows and stuff like that that they played out here. And I've seen them on their own. I've seen them play with Thursday. I've seen them play with. I've actually seen Spencer sing for Take Back Sunday. What? <laughs> because Adam was sick, so they had Spencer sing for them. No way. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, Under Oath is one of those bands that I've seen. And I have Under Oath tattoo also. I got it on my ankle. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I got an Under Oath tattoo on my ankle. <laughs> so. But, um. Yeah, man. What else? Is that... Is that four now right uh the chariot under oath slipknot uh is that three? glass jaw glass jaw yeah so you're you're at five dude no i'm at four no no i mean i mean you're at the door of oh, five gotcha. <laughs> um i'm gonna throw out let me think um cancer bats Dude, that's one band that I've been wanting to get into that I always forget about. Like, I, dude, I don't. I've never. I've just never. I've, I think I've heard like two songs by them. Yeah, they're great. Cancer Bats, Canadian Boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, their singer uh, Liam has this company called Treadwell. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, and it's all like motocross and like skateboard related and coffee related and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like the nicest dudes. Every time I've seen them play, no one is there to see them. They're always there to see the headliner. So like no one gets stoked, but literally like me and like two other people. (laughs) No way. Like the last time I saw them, they were opening for um, uh, Cool Hand and Madball. Oh, wow. And there was no one there to see them except for like me, my friend Ryan, and like one other kid that I didn't know. And they made they made the comment like, we know no one's gonna mosh for us, so you guys come up front. So like everyone <laughs> came up front and watched them play. And then another cool story about Cancer Bats. I wasn't there for this, but Corey was like hanging out and like last minute he's like, holy crap, Cancer Bats are playing in Tucson, and hopped in his car, drove to Tucson, and they played this little dinky bar that was smaller than the place that that you guys played with us. Oh what? Yeah, spawned in that place, and I forgot the name of the venue. It's a bar, but like there was maybe like ten people there. What? And they were, and the reason why they played that show was because they were on their way to Flagstaff to pl- to open for Pennywise and Danzig. Oh my god! <laughs> they just played like an off show. Like they're like, oh, we have a day off. We'll play a show. And like when they finished their set, hold on. There we go. When they finished their set, the drummer jumped over his drum kit and came up to Corey and shook his hand and was like, thank you so much for coming out because Corey was just getting hyped. No way. Are you serious? The whole time. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh. So every time I've seen Cancer Bats, no one's there to see them. and I don't get it because they're so good. God, dude. I need, I, I'm definitely going to check. Is, okay. Is there any specific record that I should check out first? Um... Hmm. 
honestly, it's going to sound kind of funny when I make this suggestion. Yeah. But they have an album that they released under the name Bat Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they covered they covered Black Sabbath songs. Oh, what? Yeah. Dude, okay, so th- that would be like the best intro for them? I would say in my opinion, that's one of my favorite albums like whenever we go to like hang out like Corey and I frequent we used to frequent this place called Bikini Lounge, it's just like a tiki bar. Oh, okay, yeah. And okay. and I and there's like one of those like touch touch tones music machines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like jukeboxes. So like in my opinion, it's like, well, I'm playing a band that I like, but I'm also kind of going with the vibe of the bar because like you go in there, it's like all dim and dark, and you see like these older people that are just like sitting there, like nursing their beers, and they're all like with their heads down. Yep. <laughs> and you can tell that they listen to like Sabbath and they listen to like that kind of stuff. So I'll put that on and I'll see them kind of nod their heads like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could get into this, you know? <laughs> so like, that's my personal opinion. Let me, hold on, wait, let me see. Can I minimize the sap real quick or no? Uh, I don't know. You, uh, you know what? Go for it. Let me see if I can minimize it real quick because I'll just look up an album name and tell you. Yeah, for sure. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, okay, cool. So it worked. <laughs> Let me see. Because there's one other album that I'm trying to remember. Cancer Bats. Okay, Hail Destroyer. That's the name of the album that I like. Okay, Hail Destroyer and then Bat Sabbath? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm literally going to write that right, right down right now. <laughs> Hail. Okay, dude. Oh, okay, sick, dude. Yeah, because like I've always because I remember when they like released like they released a full length all on their own, and it was just like literally out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool thing to do. And yeah, like I I just remember that, and I think I listened to one song off of it, and I can't even remember, but I was just stoked that like a band like with some credibility was just like, oh yeah, fuck this, like we're just gonna do this right now, like who cares, like. I love that so much. Yeah. They're great. And they're all really nice dudes, which is the best part because like every time I've seen them, they're always just walking around and I'm like, it's funny because like I try not to get starstruck. So like when I see them, I'm just like, Oh cool. That they're just like regular dudes. Yeah, exactly. And like, they're always nice. They've always been like, thanks for coming out, man. Thanks for checking out the merch and like shake my hand. And I'm like, cool. You know, (laughs) dude, that's so cool, dude. Oh my god, dude! Then that uh, dude, dude, look at that! You, you, you just you completed the task of top five bands, dude. That's like this. I know it's rough. Yeah, that's not it's not fair. Like, like, <laughs> I, but like the thing is, I genuinely wanted to know because, like, like I, I always thought like I, I th- I'm surprised like Andrew WK wasn't in there, and then uh, well, because he's not a, I don't I don't count him as a band. I count him as a, just a party entity. That <laughs> that makes. <laughs> That makes sense, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've met him. I met him once, actually, not even playing music. He was doing spoken word. Oh, what? Yeah, he did a spoken word tour and like took questions from the audience and all this stuff, and like was like super chill. It was like it was literally, literally a pizza party. Like there was pizza there for <laughs> no free. Way. What? And I think it was, it was like ten bucks to get in. And yeah, if you see the picture on my Facebook, if you ever go on there. 
is a picture of me with my friend Nate, who's now my current roommate. Um, I'm wearing a Converge shirt, and Nate's wearing all white. And we literally, <laughs> we purposely waited till the very end to buy merch and like say hello to him because he we figured he would talk to us the longest. Yeah, and he did. He he talked to us for like 35 minutes. No way. And he just like hung out and was like really nice and was like. Uh, that's a very nice converge shirt you're wearing. And I was like, oh yes. I was like, thanks, man. He was like, they're really. He's like, they're one of my favorite bands. He's like, we did a. They did like a split with him or something like that, like a split shirt, like merch. Whoa. Where it was the Jane Doe, but it was also half of Andrew WK's face. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. And I was so bummed I didn't get that. I was like, I've never, I've never seen that. And he's like, yeah, it was like a collab we did a long time ago. Blah blah blah. And he was like complimenting me on my shirt and like, and I complimented him on his handwriting. I was like, oh, it's very legible handwriting, Mr. WK. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, as long as you can read it, that's the main important thing, you know? And like, <laughs> we took a photo and it came out blurry. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to stand for that. Let's take another photo. And like, we took more photos and I was just like, and I looked at him and like, I kind of teary eyed and I was like, you don't understand what you mean to me as an individual like as i mentioned earlier when like we were joking about like you said that i'm one of the nicest people you ever met yeah like and i and I, my response was you got to keep your chin up you got to keep as positive as it can because you go through life and there's negativity and out there in the world yeah and there's ups and downs you get angry you have fights and this and that happens but you know what tomorrow's a new day and even though i already repeated that and i'm bringing up this for no reason now <laughs> that's how i feel about andrew wk like that's the dude like he helps me keep that mindset like i have like four or five andrew wk posters up in my apartment right now that are just like of him Damn. that like have like yeah like i love that dude like he's such a, he's such a positive mental attitude that I, that guy gives off is like the best ever god dude that that's awesome man and like that like because i I've, I've always seen like you post about him and all that stuff and I've, I've never, I've never listened to him. And like, I've always, like, honestly, just because of you, I've always wanted to, but then it's one of those things where it's like, I'm going to listen to him. And then I just forget. And yeah. And so dude, I'm definitely, okay. See, now I'm going to ask you again. Is there a specific record or song or set of songs that I should listen to by him first? So it's cliche, but it's the album that he's, with the um the one with, it's uh with the bloody nose it's called I Get Wet. Okay. That one came out in two thousand one. So that's like his like introduction, like that's that's the album. Okay, okay. And now he has this new album, uh I don't think the new album's out yet. I think it's called or he's got singles. Okay. He's released he's released like a single or two now for the new stuff. But um, that are amazing. Like, I couldn't believe it when I saw the videos and stuff, how, like, he's changed his sound a little bit. Oh, wow. He's, like, gotten, like, heavy. Oh, no way. Yeah, like, it's crazy how he's gotten, like, heavier. But, um, but yeah, that I Get Wet album is the one that I saw him at Warp Tour. And I saw him at OzFest. Wow. <laughs> and then I saw him play that album front to back at this place out here in Phoenix called The Marquee. And it was just literally a circle pit the entire time. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, it was great. And every, my friends and I, we all showed up wearing all white. Like, that's just like so he cool. does. That is yeah. so cool, dude. Oh, God, dude, that's so awesome. 
Yeah, NGWK is he's he's a party entity. <laughs> I love that. That's <laughs> because because like I I always like I I I can't remember if it was like I because like I haven't had like I I like rarely go on Facebook or like I don't have Twitter anymore and I I just remember seeing you post like 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 it's either like him or quotes by him and then and then a lot of other like shinfo quit yeah quotes yeah uh, <laughs> uh shitfo or whatever like and i was just like i was like oh dude like so now i'm de- i'm definitely gonna listen to like that record because i've been wanting to know who and what he is yeah oh, dude that, that album is just it's just a party nonstop. you just want to headbang the whole time oh, that's so sick oh dude yeah. that's so cool Dude, and then so, dude, I have two more questions for you. Um, let's do it. Heck yeah! So, like, okay, so <laughs> if your band was a TV show or movie, what TV show or movie would it be? Oh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> I, dude, I love this one. All right, let me think for a second here. It's okay. This one is like throws people off most of the time because it's like out of left field. If I was going to say a TV show, yeah. I would say Rugrats. <laughs> Remember the cartoon Rugrats? Yes. Because we all are like our own person. We're all like different people. Like there's like Chucky who's like scared of everything or like <laughs> Tommy who's like the leader. Yeah. And they get into shenanigans together. Like I feel like that's what we do. Like when we go on tour, we always get into shenanigans. <laughs> so I don't know why that's the first thing that popped in my head when you asked that. That's but that's I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's my answer. <laughs> Dude, I think that's like the first like like cartoon, but like first like kids cartoon because i watched rugrats <laughs> crazy like crazy when i was little and mm-hmm. dude oh my god that like dude now i just want to have danny photoshop like all of your guys's heads onto like the <laughs> rugrats characters dudes <laughs> they're coming back too aren't they i heard you, you know what I, I i think they are like and i think they're doing like a weird like like it's om- like animated, like three D animated or something yeah. like that. Not three D, but like computer animated now or something. Yeah, exactly. And it like, but it does have that like three D aspect. And it was just like to me when I first saw it, I was like, dude, that's like terrifying. And like, I've only ever seen them basically as like like a like a two D like thing. And like now they're like exactly. humans. And like, uh, yeah. So like, I'm probably I'm definitely gonna see it. But it was just it was very weird to see. But like, dude. Oh, that's your guys' new music video. Okay, I see what you're doing there. You're just like trying to sprinkle in Rugrats. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> dude, dude. And then also, like, so the last question I like to ask is, uh, what has been the best show you have ever played? And then give me the worst show you've ever played. Best show we ever played, personally. Yeah. Which I think the other guys might agree was the time that we got lucky enough to open for the Menzingers. Not Menzingers, wow. Uh, Marmosets. <laughs> wait, 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 who? Marmosets. Mar- who? I've never heard of that band. Let me let me go to Spotify and make sure I'm saying that right. Like the animal, like the, the Marmoset? Marmoset, M-A-R-M-O-Z-E-T-S. Oh, dude, I've maybe, like, I've never heard of them, dude. They're like, they're like, 
early 20s, like, in age-wise, and they're female-fronted, like, just rock and roll, like, oh, super cool, and it was, the lineup went, like, two other local bands, us, Marmosets, and then Every Time I Die. Oh, my God, dude, that's sick. And that was up in Flagstaff, and I was just like, that's, oh, my gosh, how did I, how did I not think of Every Time I Die in my top five? <laughs> dude that's so true <laughs> i'm an idiot wow see that's why i said if i had a top 10 it's much easier. easier yeah oh yeah it's much easier wow <laughs> so yeah um we played with every time i die and that was just like very what's the word i'm thinking of humbling oh dude that's so because cool. because they're another one of those bands that are just super nice and like were really like just down-to-earth dudes they came over to our merch table and like we were like here take this shirt for free and they're like no we'll pay for it don't worry about it no way and like jordan jordan came out and was was selling the salem ep that they had that seven inch oh yeah and it wasn't supposed to be out for another two weeks and he was like i'm just gonna sell them now because we don't care you guys are really cool (laughs) oh no way yeah, and like sold them to us, and like sold them to some people, other people that were hanging out buying merch and stuff. And like after the show, I forgot the name of the bar, but it's a bar like hotel. Yeah, like there's a bar, there's a hotel, and then below it's the bar, and on the first floor. And um, Keith came out and was like just drinking with us and like hanging out with us, and like it was they're just normal people, but like I look up to them, like I idolize them as like one of the bands of like why i play the music that i play yeah so like they were all really cool dudes and that was probably one of the best shows we ever played like um in my personal opinion like we were on time we we did transitions great like we got it and there's even like a music video for one of our songs that our friend abel filmed for us yeah for that show no way yeah, so like it's it's not live audio. It's it's one of our songs, but it's um, yeah. It, that, this is so long ago. This is when Tommy was still playing with us. You met Tommy, right? Oh wow, that's forever ago. Yeah, so that was that was that one. That's how long ago it was. Damn, <laughs> dude, that's crazy. So yeah, that was probably one of our best like memories, like playing shows. Like it was on a big it was on a big stage. Which we've ne- we're not used to playing. We're used to playing small, like you know, hole in the wall armpit places. You yep. know what I mean? Like we yep. love playing those places. That's like our thing. Yep. <laughs> but we got the chance to play this one big giant stage, and me and Corey had so much room to run around. We were like, "What do we do?" <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, I would say that's probably one of our best shows, like best memories playing. Um, that's amazing. The worst show. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. It wasn't that anyone played bad. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was more just the fact that the venue wasn't prepared for us. Oh, really? Because, and I'm not saying that to be like, (laughs) they weren't prepared. (laughs) I'm not saying like that, but we were in Seattle. We were on tour with Stay Wild. Okay. And... Um, that day was just a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we, we had time to kill. So Corey and I were walking around and we found 
um, a place to get some dinner. So we, it was just me and Corey getting dinner. And then it started raining like hard. <laughs> and we're walking back in the rain. And then I had leftover food that I sl- and I slipped in the street and I spilled the food all over myself. Oh, dude. And then Tommy was playing drums with us at the time. He um, had like family that lived there. So he went and saw his cousin. Yeah. And then we couldn't find him what so we were like what do we do so we sound checked with nick playing drums which is actually the birth of butt plug oh no way yeah because when we sound checked we just started playing rather be dead yeah and jahaya was like i'll do vocals real quick and we started playing it during sound check and we we're like all right well nick's gonna play drums for us i guess because we can't find tommy and then um he ended up, he magically showed up like right before we were supposed to play. Wow. And we were all kind of bummed at him about that just because we were like, well, we thought you were gone. We couldn't get a hold of you. You know, not like we were mad that he was gone. We were mad that like his safety, we were in a town that we've never been in, at the, or at least I haven't been in at the time. We didn't yeah. know where he was. And then we played our set. And I remember distinctly Corey. Because he gets in when he, you know, you've seen Corey play. Yeah, he's insane. He turns around, and he's going crazy, he's doing his thing, he's headbanging, and he hit his head on the on the wall Ooh. of the stage, and not knowing that it was a brick wall. Oh so shit! He, so he he got like he, he was like, I think I have a concussion. And I was like, that's not good, dude. <laughs> so like that happened, and then Brandon, um, like the microphone was kind of dinky. Yeah, and it broke. Oh no! Like like the guts of the microphone just fell out, <laughs> and the sound guy got really mad at us and was like, "You guys were like going crazy and like blah blah blah. You broke my microphone and this and that and like and like another thing was because it was raining, or I'm assuming it's because it was raining. No one even showed up to see us play except for like two people. Oh, and damn. one of them was from another. And like one other band stayed to stayed to see us play. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so <laughs> it was just a mess. And <laughs> I just remember getting in the van after the, after that show and just feeling defeated, and like everyone being kind of bummed out except for Jahaya, because <laughs> because the venue had two stages. Yeah. And in the other room, the band Orgy was playing. Oh, is I've. I, I, I know of that name. They they're like they were around when like Korn and Deftones and like Oh shit. Those bands. So like Jahiah caught their set, like after we played, after we all played, and was like came outside and he's like, Guys, I just saw Orgy play, that's awesome. <laughs> and we all like just look at him and we're all just kinda of bummed out. And we were like, he's like, what's the matter, guys? <laughs> and I just remember his face being like, oh, no, everyone's sad. Why is everyone sad? <laughs> and then we get in the van and then we just kind of drive to the next spot. And the next day, like, we all just kind of like took it on the chin and then we're like, all right, you know what? Today's a new day. Let's just go for it. And we kept playing and it got better after that. Heck yeah. But that was, that's, that's personally... Uh, if I had to pick, I would say it's probably one of our our worst shows. Yeah, that sounds that sounds terrible, dude. <laughs> like it just like a series of unfortunate events before, yeah. and like yeah, dude, that's that's dude. 
Oh, I'm sorry. That I feel so bad, and like that was years ago, and it's just, like it feels like it happened right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like everything since then, you know, like you got to keep that positive attitude, and mm-hmm. then every, you always have fun when you play, and that's why we can comp- like. I we always make the same statement. Like Br- Brandon says the same thing. I've heard him say it. Like we can play to a room of ten people. We can play to a room to a hundred people, and you're gonna see the same show. Yeah. And we're gonna have just as much fun doing it no matter what happens, you know? Yeah. And like we had fun. And then as soon as we finished the set, the sound guy got mad at us and we were just like, all right, we're defeated today. Yeah. Dude. So today's the day that we were like, all right. <laughs> they, 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 they won. <laughs> they, won. they won one day. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's brutal, man. Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> Oh well, you're you're welcome. Now you can have a better day, right? Like now that you can yeah. remember like how bad it was. When I get off the phone with you, I'm gonna call Corey and just remind him about that. Concussion. Okay, so did he end up actually having a concussion? I don't think so. Oh, okay, but still, to hit your head against the wall makes you feel like brick a- wall. Yeah, he hit his head against a brick wall, and I remember him telling me that he said everything went dark for a moment. And his ears went, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, I don't think that's good. And he's like, he just started laughing. I'm like, okay. I guess you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're <sure>, all right. <laughs> dude. So, oh, see, like, that that's my favorite. I love ending on that, man. It makes it feel like, like again, I, I, I've said it a million times, but like, that makes me think like people that don't listen to music that just want to listen to the podcast or like don't listen that don't play music. They're like, well, that's another reason why I'm not going to ever play in a band. Like, <laughs> like all this <laughs> shitty stuff happens to everybody. Like, why would I want to do that? Because at the end of the day, you get to play music with your friends. And like you said, it doesn't matter if there's two people or a hundred. It's still, yep. you're doing something that you love on in front of anyone. And that's so, and even if it's not in front of anyone, it's still fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, like when we have, even when we have band practice, like we jump around a little bit, you know, we're yeah. like, st- especially, especially writing new music. Yes. Cause it's, it's just something fresh, you know, and you're like getting stoked on it. And I remember like when we first met up with, um, our new drummer, uh, Chris, He's like, yeah, so I learned um, anti-melody. And I was like, well, our set list normally is more like a mixture of like older songs plus some anti-melody songs. Yeah. But he had just practiced all of anti-melody at that point. So we were playing songs that we hadn't played in a long time. And I just remember getting stoked, like kind of like headbanging a little extra hard. Like during practice being like, oh, wow, this is a fun song to play. You know, we haven't played this in so long and blah 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 but yeah like it's it music is such a such a like what's the word i'm thinking of i've said that like a hundred times this 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 whole conversation (laughs) like music for me is like such a passion yeah like i honestly wouldn't be the same person i am today if it wasn't for the music that i'm that i play that i'm into and stuff like that like i'd be a completely different person. Like I, I have like, so I, I, I grew up in New York, you know, I was born there Yeah. and I look at my friends and I doubt any of them are going to listen to this, but if they happen to listen to this, hello. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if they do, I look at them and joking aside, like they're all like 
super Italian, you know, Guido. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. come, to, come to Sunday dinner, we're making pasta. <laughs> and, I'm, and I wonder to myself, you know, if I didn't move to Arizona and I was like that lonely kid who had no friends at first who just taught himself guitar, would I be like that? That's cool, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think to myself, would I would I be like that if I wasn't into music? Dude, you know like what's crazy is that I've thought the exact same thing. Like when uh because I, I lived like down the hill like in like a smaller town called Laverne and uh and like I had two really good friends and then and then I moved up here and then I found out like those like those two friends got really into like rap and just like all this like yeah. like all this stuff and like I developed like I met a friend up here that got me into Azalea dying and yep. I I don't know if I would have been that kid that would have like fought through the rap and found like like hardcore but like I don't think I would have because that's what I would have known and so trust me dude I've thought that same exact thing like thinking like my life would have been one hundred percent different if I didn't find hardcore. Yeah, dude. That's so cool. And you know what's you know what's funny too? Like one more quick thing, because I don't wanna I mean I don't wanna keep you, but no, dude, I, all day. No, yeah. this is sick, dude. I'm stoked. <laughs> this is so awesome. So back in New York, I have my friend Andrew. This kid Andrew Rosa. He'll probably listen to this. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> I love you. That kid's been my best friend since kindergarten. Oh what? That's cool. And we still keep in touch. And he grew up the same way I did when it came to like listening to punk listening to metal and hardcore and he's got you know he's like a he's a dude like me like a bigger dude with tattoos he plays bass oh no way yeah he he's been in a handful of bands here and there and stuff and then coincidentally our friend teresa the same year i moved to arizona she had moved to florida she grew up you know getting tattoos listening to punk listening to metal she was in a band called neurotic november playing bass like the three of us grew up exactly the same way what that's weird and we were like and we were best friends growing up from like kindergarten first grade and like it's just so funny because i still keep in touch with them i talked to andrew a little more but um my friend terry teresa um yeah we were still friends on facebook and stuff like that and all that but like i i like i said i wonder like if i still live in new york would i be a different person altogether you know like would i be into music as much as i am would i've ever like started a band would i've ever thought i'm gonna start screaming into a microphone and i want to make this like a passion of mine you know what i mean like i never thought that until i moved to arizona that i could do something with it that's cool yeah that's that and, and it's 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 like very like crazy to think about like i know i've thought about it but like talking like talking to you like talking to someone else about it really makes you think like holy shit like i could have been someone totally different like yeah and and it makes me like thankful for what like the way my life has worked out like to find to be in this place talking to you right now like like yeah like i would have never met you if i probably lived down the hill i would have never played music i would have like that that it that, that like bums me out but like i'm glad that i, I it bums me out that i like would have never met you but i did so that's the best part about it like that yeah, I, exactly. I, i'm here in this moment instead of being in that moment somewhere else like that's 
Oh, dude, that's so cool. That's so awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, well, dude, like, dude, thank you for coming on. This is this has been like I again. I've been wanting. I, I first of all, I miss you, and I've been wanting to talk to you, and like knowing I that know. I've been able to like talk to you for like like almost two hours just about yeah everything dude this has been so much fun man it has been so much fun yeah thanks for having me and thanks for talking and um i'm gonna be out there uh hopefully around like september or so dude we need to hang out yeah i love that dude yes okay well dude what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna stop the recording i'm gonna say like a fake goodbye and then i'm gonna talk to you right after it all right cool okay well see you later dude all right man i'll see you <laughs> So the episode is over and I am very sad because I love talking to Steven. Seriously, that was this oh I he was he was honestly supposed to be on for like like episode like 10 or something like that, but like like he said like we we kept getting busy with like work moving all this all this stuff, but like it was but I'm so glad we did it now because it just everything came together so well and we just had such a good time. God, I I love Steven so much so much and like i love american standards i love steven and i love steven there you go that's it like i i just i enjoyed this episode so much so i guess what i hope you did too and guess what steven thank you for coming on it was oh man it was so much fun dude oh man it was so much fun but oh but anyways like uh guess what i hope you had fun and I hope you had fun, and I hope you had fun, and especially you over there, I hope you had fun. So guess what? I, I'm saying so guess what a lot. So guess what? This is the end, and I will talk to you on the next episode.